professional gets you know, shit. You know what this is? Give this me is any... literally what I said about any time anything gets prepared, <laughs> it goes to shit. <laughs> and professional get head game. Here he goes. Welcome to a brand new episode of your favourite podcast featuring two brothers. This week, nerds around the UK rejoice as Doctor Who returned to our screens and citizens of the United States gave thanks for guns and obesity. But what has Gavin got to be thankful for? Well, of course, his Movember moustache has come in nicely. And he recently went on a date with former sugar babe Heidi Range, who described him as nice, but not her type, and she will be blocking his number and blocking him on all social media. But, maybe more importantly, Gavin is thankful for his friendship with TV chef Anthony Worrell Thompson. (laughs) They can often be found taking to the dry ski slopes together, and at Hollywood Bowls in Bracknell, where they both enjoy taking on the ten pins with a pint or two of Budweiser. And, leading up to Christmas, they traditionally go Christmas shopping together where Anthony always finds a way to pick up a bargain or two, like you wouldn't believe. But he's most thankful for the listeners and me, mainly me. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is Be There with Belson. As always, an absolute pleasure to have you with us. Um, an interesting one there from you, Dan. Oh, sorry, uh, an interesting one from you there, The Boat. Oh, I haven't been called that all week. <laughs> Outrageous. I haven't caught on. Doesn't, sometimes no. they don't catch on, do they? You no. have to accept it. Sometimes it's almost like people don't listen. <laughs> yeah, people do listen. They just re- don't reach out to call me The Boat, and that's fine. I've mm. accepted it. and I'll, I'm going to keep going with it. I'll go back to my other nickname, Pedo Dad. <laughs> I've given myself that. Half pint? <laughs> half pint, of course. Uh, you can call me half pint. People do still call me half pint, which is great day. By people, you mean one? One person calls me half pint, and I thank her for that. How are you over there? All right. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Your moustache is long and long. Yeah, well, we're into the um, final days now, aren't it's we? It's full handlebar, I'd call that. Yeah, it's got a little bit at the bottom that you can... Oh, look at that. Would That's you not great for the audio. Consider getting a Harley? Maybe a leather jacket? Uh, I have leather jackets. Oh, maybe take to the Route 66 and just see what happens, man. Mm, no. I think I'd be too scared to ride a motorbike. Oh, well, push it along Route 66. How long that take, oh. do you reckon? <laughs> a while. Yeah. I just don't think I've got the... Maybe don't go. I or just walk quite, it. They're quite heavy as well, aren't they? Oh, yeah. You might need a hand. Maybe just walk it Route 66. Again, how is that going to make it any quicker? It's not oh, I suppose quicker. it will be slightly quicker. I'm not pushing something. Yeah, see, there you go. Mm. Push me, pull me, and then I'll sponsor you for that. <laughs> Excellent. Thank I'll you give very you much. £5 if you walk Route 66 with or without a motorbike. It's up mm. to you if you want that £5 for charity. Well, the, the real question is, do I keep this as it is for the full, um, full November, or as there was some talk at our football match Last after our football match last Wednesday about me going for a David Seaman look. Oh, it's not the first time he's had Seaman on his lips. Um, why not go for Seaman? Go for Seaman. Either go for Seaman or Hitler. There's your options. I can't do Hitler. Who's your favourite, Seaman or Hitler? Ah, uh, I think I'm gonna go Seaman. Seaman probably. Who are the most famous moustache wearers? You'd say Seaman, Hitler, Selick. Oh, Selick's a good one. Thank yeah. you. I don't really thought. I well, to be honest, Chaplin. Like, Chaplin, but I mean, his wasn't real. What? His was famously grease paint. Oh, <laughs> same as Groucho Marx, not real. Well, his looked ridiculously fake. He didn't. 
really trying. Um, I mean, do we? Do we? <laughs> we're struggling for a question of the week. Greatest moustache. <laughs> greatest. It goes with November, you know. Get, they'll love the hype. Who's your favourite moustache wearer? And don't say your nan, you cheeky beggars. I mean, we we may well do this. We'll we'll give it some thought. Um, bit, old ladies do have moustaches, and they're okay with it. Why can't you be? But I don't like it when they have those long hairs on the chin. You ever see that in the old yes. ladies? Long hair. Mm. On the chin. Not into that. Not mm. my thing. What are you thinking? Pluck it. I would fuck it. I mean, pluck <laughs> it. I would. I wouldn't pluck it myself. But get them to pluck it. Maybe wait till they're asleep and pluck it myself. Yeah. But would that wake? Get a grandchild of theirs to let them know. What? Say, Pull it out. Or <laughs> you were giving your nan a kiss. Yank it out. Grab I think, would a pluck wake you? Interesting. I think you could probably get away with it. If, if As long as you're not yanking. Important question. If you die before the end of November, how do you want your moustache? Hitler. You, I will Hitler, happily Hitler in the. Oh, I'd happily will have an got, open. It's, it's got to be, hasn't it? Open Hitler cas- in the casket. <laughs> oh, open casket with a Hitler moustache and invite everyone around. Yeah, uh, feel free to cut the hair as well oh, into uh, into the <laughs> appropriate style. We'll get a Nazi uniform online, and we will have a field day with the whole thing. And we'll but, say uh, it's uh, what he wanted. And then <laughs> then mix it up though, like you know they had those um, like what are they call like armbands. Mm. Just mix it up. Just put like a. Like a trans one on me or something. Like, really oh, okay, confuse yeah. people. Yeah, we, so people won't really know how you felt. No. You know? we're, we're, we're not he saying... He's just a fan of the look. He just <laughs> likes to try new outfits, and for that, you must respect him. Say say what you wishes. want about the Nazis, but good tailors. <laughs> We've got to respect his wishes. <laughs> what are they going to do? Say no? Who's they? Where's your body? We haven't decided what you're in body yet. What do you mean? Are we burning you up? Uh, Yeah, or... Mm, Buried yeah. at sea? Buried at sea. Buried in a stream, a local pond. Buried <laughs> in a pond. Put me in the pond. Um, or those pod things, uh, they grow a tree out of you. Oh, yeah. Out or, yours. Um, like, burnt, burnt ashes into a into a rocket. Yeah, like a Fired firework. into the sky. But whatever we do, we won't bury you, because we know that's my greatest fear. We're running out of room. We've got to stop burying people. The world isn't big enough. No. We've got to stop, guys. Unless we start going deeper and just... And when we bury them, it just straight into magma and just incinerate them. Oh, that's quite deep. Why are we digging? Oh, we'll just nip over to Iceland. There. They seem to have quite a lot of it. So we're taking dead bodies from here to Iceland? Yeah, why not? Or are we killing the Icelandics off? I like, of I like Iceland. Well, you can live there. We kill them all off. It's your land now. Enjoy it. What are you going to mm. do with it? First thing first, make it a bit warm, I'd say. It looks too cold. <laughs> they've got increased global warming they've got like all the geothermal stuff it's quite warm in the houses oh that's good then because mm. everything's hot you don't <laughs> have to worry about heating bills no you have to worry about all the other bills because they have to import pretty much everything and it's very expensive Ooh, would do they produce their own iron brew over there I think you have to import that and import I don't know there's who's a big cost you? I think there's a big market for it that's yeah? going to cost you about 50 quid a can oh jeez <laughs> but again it's your land now you own mm. Iceland. You can invite Maybe whoever you want. Do a deal. Yeah. Do a deal with Scotland. Yeah. Oh. A new independent Scotland. Oh, yeah. Lovely <laughs> stuff. I'll take over Scotland. Okay. Are I'm you not. separating from England? Oh, I hate this country. It's rubbish, <laughs> this country. I'd lo- happily live in Scotland. But again, we must make that warmer as well. Yeah. Are you getting rid of the Scots? I'm not. Because uh... you've told me that you're killing all the Icelandics and giving me Iceland. Yeah. I will kill most of the Scots. Most of the Scots. Alive. George Graham. Um, <laughs> for his stern views and stuff. And what about... And um, maybe someone funny. He's a funny... Billy Connolly. Oh, he's pretty much dead. Frankie Boyle. Frankie Boyle can come and live with me. 
<laughs> me, Frankie Boyle, and George Graham are running Scotland together. Wow. And that's what the country needs. People are crying <laughs> out for it. And finally, we can solve all their problems. Do you think there'd be less problems if everybody got their own country? Um, probably, yes. Mm. But more loneliness. Which is yeah, sad. but I guess... Mm. I guess this is how how these things started in the first place, isn't it? I was going to say, but I guess if you meet somebody from their own country, obviously, and you you know get on, you want to get together, boom, slightly bigger country. But that's essentially how all countries happen, isn't it? Mm, so what if you own a vice and meet someone in Spain, and you want to get together? What do you do with your countries? Uh, probably winter in Spain. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then you just leave in Iceland for winter and come yeah. back to it and see what's happened. Yeah. I'll put, you know, put the whales in charge. I don't know if the Welsh should be there. Oh, no, Kill no. Kill the Welsh off <laughs> just for fun. Maybe some puffins <laughs> or something. Take the Welsh out first. Not because we want their country. Just because it's, they, we don't need the them. Easiest. <laughs> we just don't need the Welsh. I've said that before. And people... Do agree with me? You'd be surprised <laughs> the amount of emails I get about the Welsh. They're dreadful I, people. I, I, I They're dreadful people. The Welsh. I would be surprised. We we had two Welsh grandmothers. Yeah, and look <laughs> what they did. They went and died. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and what did we do with their bodies? We put them in Nazi uniforms and, and we burnt them. <laughs> we burnt them. And that is our fitting tribute to the Welsh, Icelandic, and Scots. We've covered everything there. Have we started the podcast yet? Okay, I, think, that I, I think so. But um, And this week's sponsor so <laughs> Wales. Dan, how are you? <laughs> well, <laughs> sponsored by Visit Wales. <laughs> they don't say Wales in Wales. What's Wales? Cameroon. So what? Cameroon. Yep. <laughs> Cameroon is not Welsh for Wales. Cameroon, is it? Cameroon. Yeah, boyo, Cameroon. Something like that. You've got to say boyo, then you get into the Welsh language. <laughs> Welsh language. Oh, I'm all right. How are you? Ah, oh, fine. Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to? <laughs> Do you know what? What haven't I been up to? I haven't done anything, really. I don't know what. Um, It's been a week that's passed me by. Sometimes you get those weeks, don't mm. you? I've been working a lot, and it's just passed me by. But let me tell you what I'm not doing right now. Right this minute, what am I not doing? Uh, many things. So many things, but specifically, I'm not at my work team meal. Oh. Said I'd go, decided not to go in the end. And of course, they are going to the Brazilian all-you-can-eat-meat restaurant. Yeah, it's they're not really your thing, this, is it? They're obsessed with these places. Why do you just want all the mm. meat? Just I have been to one once. I've been to one in Brazil, but I ate meat at the time. Yeah, that's the same. I, I, I think I went to one in, I want to say Brixton. Brixton, known for their Brazilian. <laughs> yes. Um, but did you get the meat on the skewer thing? meat on the skewer how yeah. much do you want I don't know what is this meat oh no it's a grey one okay I'll eat it it seems fine probably beef <laughs> um, yeah so I did I was able to contact the restaurant they had a contact us I went through to their whatsapp and I said hi I noticed you have a couple of vegetarian dishes fine some beans and stuff like that Jesus but what, it, what about your what are the vegan options they said we have a salad bar rice <laughs> And some vegetables. I was like, well, I don't know, I'll bother. But thanks. I mean, uh, is this this for Christmas? I guess so. Well, my, my, um, I think my work Christmas party is coming up in a couple of weeks. Now, they're doing a party followed by like this bar thing. And I do not live anywhere near where I work. So I said I'd go to the, the meal bit. Then I got sent through, like, pick your pick your main meal thing lovely stuff and I had to look up what one of the things was because I didn't know hey, there's nothing for me there <laughs> there's nothing there's <laughs> chips it's, chips on the side it's literally uh, I think it's turkey like a steak and some pork 
Wow, all the meats. Yeah, like you can pick from them. Uh, so, and then there's like there must be vegetarians in the world. Well, I think th- I, th- I did ask somebody. I was like, "Am I supposed to just pick something and then say like, do you want this to people on the table? Bring a sandwich. <laughs> Bring a sandwich. I I will not be working that day, so I can load up at lunch. Oh, big <laughs> before, lunch before I head down. He's had a big lunch. I'll just have the soup. Is there a soup? Um, I don't even know. I, I, the, there's a lot of vegetable side things. I think uh, so. And I've got told there that apparently you can just ask for the chips, vegetable thing when you're there. But that doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> they've got some frozen veg they're whacking. Yeah, and there'll be some potatoes. I'll, I'll just eat some potatoes. Chips, get some chips. There's always chips. Yeah, it's always a safe chips. Option. The the vegan savior. Um. So yeah, that I'll, I'll report back in a couple of weeks. So how that went? <laughs> Maybe you can uh, get a hotel and stay over. Really load up on the booze and make it a disgrace of yourself. I think I'm just gonna. Well, because I won't be working, so I, I will figure out to get the train there. But I'm not gonna go to the to the after thing at this bar, which I think one of the one of the people's partners runs or Ooh, something. Free drinks all right. I don't know about that. Lock in. So our, our, uh, where where they're having the meal is quite near a station, so I will leave there when they move on, back on the train, back to, I think, Clapham, and then uh, get get figure my way out from there. That's his train journey, guys. Yeah, it's train journey. Probably, it, it probably into Windsor. It could, oh, into, complete the journey. Then, uh, get, as long as you're safe. Get we, across. Uh, we don't need to know. Across the, the Thames. No, let me ask you a question. Of course, uh, we've been doing the 100 press-ups a day challenge. How's that going? Uh I uh, need to do another 25 today. Oh, wow, you still do it. Oh, I bailed out a good few days well, ago. <laughs> I, I had to do about 175 yesterday because <laughs> I'm so far behind. Oh, so you're still trucking on. I try. Fair play. I, I Fair struggle play. to get them all in, to be honest. I was. Uh, I had one. I did. Uh, I missed a Thursday, mm. and then I missed a Friday. Yes. Then I missed a weekend, and I'm, <laughs> I'm up to 400. <laughs> and then it's like 506 hours. I was like, oh, forget it. I'm out. Ah. So there was four of us, me, you... Matt and Glenn. Mm. Me and Matt are both out. Okay. You and Glenn still trucking oh, on. Well, well. So well done to you guys. The G team. Yeah, there you go. Like to be called. <laughs> G is the eighth letter of the alphabet. Is it? Yeah. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Seven. Oh, one so, away. So good. So good. You're one away. Um, so neither of us have done much this week, uh, it seems. Um, but I've got, as always, I found us some animal stories. Fine, hit me. Uh, so, do you want to hear about a bird sanctuary? No, nope. what's <laughs> the other option? Yeah, fucking go. Oh, I thought it was another option. <laughs> uh, there is another one, but it's, I'm going to tell you both. Well, you don't need to tell us both, save one. Well, no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, let's see how the first one goes, and then we'll judge. Because the other one is literally three sentences, because okay. I didn't do any more research than take a picture of the, the first bit. So, a 31-year-old male eagle named Murphy has spent years living at the World Bird Sanctuary. This spring, he built a nest and became very protective of it. As he should be. Well, what are you thinking? He's a 31-year-old male building a nest. I don't know. Just lives by himself. He's gay. You tell me he's gay. Nope. His nesting instinct was so great, he put a rock in the nest and tried to hatch the rock. This is quite sad now, isn't it? He always dumb. Guests at the sanctuary began to suggest to the staff give Murphy a real egg. Right. Not not like a chicken, because he's an eagle. He'll just eat it. Huh? So what are they going to get? I shall tell you. Easter. Kinder. <laughs> Kinder egg. Beautiful. Yeah, and he made, he Never built knows. the toy. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, an opportunity presented itself in late March in an Eagle Eyrie, which is like the nest name, isn't it? Um, with two chicks in it, was blown down by high winds. Tragic story. One chick didn't survive the fall, but the other was brought to the bird sanctuary. After a careful introduction, Murphy adopted the eaglet. Murphy, I've never heard that word before. There you go. Murphy is of great grandpa age, but he has finally become a dad. Oh, nice? great! But Murphy will probably die before that chicklet grows up, and that'd be sad. Eaglet, same yes. thing. That'd be sad, wouldn't it? No, I mean they He's grow up no in dad. about eight weeks. Or eight weeks? Oh, I missed a fucking <laughs> no idea. And Pulled something out there, didn't oh, they? Nick, Nick Packham. What's his name? Chris Packham. Yeah. Who's you thinking of, Nick? Nick Knowles. I'm always thinking of Nick Packard. Knowles. Take me to court, you <laughs> bastard. Um, the other one was um, a mountain lion at uh, Groff Elementary School. There was a someone saw a mountain lion. The school followed all the protocols, locked it down uh, when the word started to spread, with students being kept inside until they learnt the truth. And the truth was, it was a fat cat eating a rat. Fat cat eating a rat? Yeah. This, uh, in a hat? <laughs> yes. Um, the public information officer, Claren, that's not a name, Claren McLaughlin, <laughs> that's not a name, is it? Uh, while we take all reports seriously, this was the first report we've ever had of this nature. Mm, I can imagine. Well, Dr. Seuss has reported that, and we thank him for his report. Um, let me take you back a while, many a year now. I was talking to a friend this week and I was discussing, uh, you know how works sometimes do a, a Christmas thing where they, best thing of the year, you, uh, you've had best hair of the year once before. Oh, yes, um, I did win, um, a haircut of the year. Haircut of the year, you've got... Uh, against a man who shaved his head and a man who had the horseshoe remainder of oh, hair. Oh, the Hulk Hogan. So they're, they're fun activities, aren't they? But then I started thinking, do you remember that time where I was at the company and they were having the Employee of the Year Award? And you could obviously nominate who you thought had been the best Employee of the Year. Did you nominate yourself? Didn't nominate myself. However, there was no rules against this, I will say, but I did start a small campaign. (laughs) (laughs) You tell this story and then I will tell a a story that may be similar. So basically, I've been pulled up on it. It's big manager she's come up and she's she's basically said you're not allowed to do this which there was no rules Hmm. if you want to campaign for employee of the year why can't you that's a very good point i've still i've got the email oh christ this is from many years ago now so i am writing in relation to our earlier discussion about the employee of the year award i am very disappointed that you put yourself in with a chance to win this award (laughs) you felt it necessary to campaign for votes (laughs) didn't think it was necessary but i just wanted to give myself a little boost I do not believe that you have given this award the respect that it deserves. Oh, someone's that, taking it a bit serious. Is that fair? I mean, I've campaigned for it. If, if anything, <laughs> nobody else has given it any respect. <laughs> yeah, they're sitting on their asses. I know that the previous winners of this award really have appreciated this as an honour. So would I. Absolutely. I yeah, would. you want the honour. It's not up for campaigns of any nature and certainly is not to be treated as a joke. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's gone a bit far. It is not fair to try to influence people voting, whether it was done in a joking way or not. I'm also extremely disappointed that you wasted company time by undertaking this campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so far, she's up her arse, right? Come on, love. She is. I mean, she might have a point on you wasting time. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, asking someone who they're voting for and then say, what about me? <laughs> That's that way too much. I could have been doing it my lunchtime. How anyone can... How anyone who is making the final decision on Employee of the Year know whether the people who voted for you are genuine or if they voted for you because you put them under pressure or just wanted to help you out. <laughs> was, it wasn't pressure. I was never pressuring anyone for votes. The award is not won on a voting basis as the winner is decided by management based on nominations. Oh, well, well, then what's the point of this? Then why are you so angry? <laughs> just because I had a lot more nominations than everyone else. It's also not a measure of popularity. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, people are nominated by individuals who really feel that the person has made a difference to the business and they've contributed more than any other staff in the Hounslow office over the course of the year. I will therefore be recommending that any nominations that I receive for you are avoided as unfair <laughs> and not taken into consideration. Wow. That is uh, quite an email, isn't it? That is quite an email. I will suggest that, I mean, what is the point of this if people can't nominate who they want to nominate? Yeah. Is it a popularity contest? Almost certainly. Yeah. Um, You're not going to vote for someone you don't like, no, even I, if they I, have worked well. Yeah, and also, who gives a fuck how people have worked, <laughs> to be honest? And what's the point of having the system, the nomination system, if it's just decided by management anyway? Uh, yeah. So you, you're basically getting the nominations, then manager and choosing. So why are you telling us about what? it at all? <laughs> Absolutely this should, worthless. Th- this should be just a on the night thing. You turn up, they tell you who's yeah. won. If anything, you're wasting company time by telling us we're having these things. Why are you and even telling me? by emailing you that, which <laughs> clearly took some time to write. And you're Encouraging me, if anything, to yeah, I would have. I, you would have gone full on, like I, you would have told everybody you got this email. Just tell oh, everybody, absolutely. everybody, please just nominate me. Don't nominate anybody else, and let's see what they have to do. It's because I had more nominations than everyone else, and is that a measure of popularity? Is that a bad thing? Well, I'll, I'll tell you a, a similar tale. So, uh, where I used to work, they had a, a thing called the Oscars. They called it the Oscars. Yeah, they did the Dundies, um, and uh, I may have decided that I wanted to be nominated for one. And I can't remember what the category was. But I got uh, I got my boss to nominate me and I got my friend Austin to nominate me. So I had two nominations. Two nominations was enough to get me in the uh, in the short running, <laughs> short list uh, in, into the running. You could have won Employee of the Year. Really. They then had... Um, I, like, I didn't expect anything to come of it. I was taking the piss. I then had... To, People from the media department or whatever it was come and film me. Oh, excellent! For a video that was going to be shown on the night. Ah, oh. <laughs> um, and there was a lot of me fake talking to people. Good stuff. I mean, they they had the, it was no sound, so fake talking to people walking down the corridor. Had a couple of uh, we had at the time we had Australians that used to work for us for a, this weird little thing, but I was having a a discussion with the two of them in the corridor. Were you doing the wink and the gun as you're going down the corridor? I was pointing out how to, uh, showing a student how to use the the, um, heart monitors. I was fluffing a a woman's pillow and pouring her a glass of water. (laughs) Putting the pillow over her face. (laughs) The funny thing was, is like, they're like, they had to get the patient to sign a waiver to say they could use them and stuff like that. And the woman was younger than... At the time, I was obviously looking after the elderly people. She was in her, like, 50s, but they asked her if she'd be in it. She said yes. Then they were like, what would you do? I was like, well, mainly my job is talking to people and asking them a lot of questions. And that's not really interesting. I was like, yeah. Um, and they went, would you fluff her pillow? I was like, no, but I can do. And they're like, yeah, great, film that. Go. How about you pour a glass of water and hand it to her? Yeah, fine, we did that. Good acting. 
then at the end, they got me to stand in this doorway and they said, right, this bit will be in slow motion. I said, like, what? They said, uh, right, I High five. want you to look down, look up and smile. Oh, classy. And classy I, have, stuff. I have that video somewhere. I will, I will find we it. We would love to see it. Um, but, so I didn't win and I found out, bef- I think I found out beforehand. Oh, so you could Actually, I'm not. I'm not even, uh, to be honest, what happened was I went along. So I got myself and three three seats. That was the that was the deal. So I took Austin because, well, he nominated me. Um, I got. I uh, took my boss because she nominated me. And a um, homeless man that you found outside. No, uh, and uh, we took um, one of the junior doctors uh, called Alice, who uh, I got on well with. So who the fuck is Alice? <laughs> Very good. Um, we found out quite early on that there was a free bar. But we found out there was a limit to the free bar. Once that money had gone, it was gone. We were going up, getting like double gins, and we were getting six at a time for me, Austin, and Alice. We were like triple parked at times because Austin went up and found out that there was only a hundred and something quid behind the bar, and so we nailed that. He does not want people, other people, to enjoy them. That was all for us. Um, they showed it on the on the big screens around the fucking room. It was in this big ho- London hotel ballroom thing. It was fucking mental. Um, but yeah, I didn't win, and then I got a, a certificate, which I promptly lost, saying oh, congratulations for being nominated and two hundred quid in cash. Oh, cash money! Yeah, what a result that was! Because the winner got like a little trophy. I got two hundred quid. Oh, much rather than cash. Yes. You should have probably given it to the bar. I said, sorry about that. Should, I should have probably given it to Austin. <laughs> we had a we had a video. They showed video clips of me just holding people up in the stairwell, saying, "Fucking <laughs> nominate you. You better nominate me." And then slow, slow motion, holding them by the collar and turning to the camera, <laughs> just giving them a wink, and then just put my hand over the camera. Don't film this. <laughs> I'm not pressuring anyone. Oh, if you've ever won Employee of the Year, or oh, have we done awards? Before? We've done awards. Mm. But if you've ever been involved in an award show at the end of the year, what have you, have you won? If you ever pressured anybody into yeah. to voting for you, what have you pressured people into? Don't say sex. We must mm. say that off the bat. Don't say yeah, sex for anything. We don't want that. Your answer should never be sex to our question of the week, unless it's sexier sportsman. Sex. Do you want sexier sportsman? Give me a sexy or sportsman. sports person. Give me a sexy sports person. Give me right. one. Who you got? Well, I'll Nigel Ben, I'll have him. <laughs> I'm not handing people out. What are Winston you talking Nassim about? Winston Nassim Hamid, not now. Right. I'll go through the answers to last week's question. What was the question? Who is the sexiest living sports person? Sports person, not man, because we had the question. We had the uh, countdown of the men last time. We can have Casta Semenya. We can allow. We can. <laughs> um. I will start on this one because I've got I've got it in front of me. But uh, Mr. Joshua Wilson didn't understand the term "living" and said Muhammad Ali. Oh, he's not. Then you had to break it to him that he had uh, he had died, and then he went down a very weird thing because he felt like he couldn't say "sexy." Uh, a married man shouldn't ever say "sexy." That's his rules, Joshua Wilson. Well done. Sir. So he said, "Okay, my answer to your question first. I'll not say sexiest because I'm married and old." And he's but. He's put old with an E as I'd well. I'd actually class Wilson as sexy, so... Mm. Am I the b- bad person here? Uh, which Wilson? 
the one I, you can only see a bit of his head on uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> Do you know what I watched that the other day? And I basically saw his whole face. Yeah, it wasn't as hidden as you think nah, it is, is it? I've yeah. seen down to nose, I'm telling you. Mm. Carry on. Um, anyway, so he's a the most interesting living athlete continues to be Dennis Rodman. I'm, I mean, yeah, sure, interesting character. I'm not sure what the most, though. Yeah. Is he sexy, though? Well, he doesn't, he's not but even asked. Would you class Rodman as sexy? I think he's got a big old dong, Well, yeah, he? that's not what I'm looking at. I don't class that as sexy myself. You do. Um, I think... Body wise, he was in good shape. He was interesting. He had the tattoos, the bad boy look. Was he? Was he? He, he was very rangy. Very rangy. <laughs> very I don't rangy. know that I find uh, very long limbs that. Oh, that you love a long penis, but not a long yeah. limb. Yeah, precisely. Oh, anyway, a, so so a little person with a massive dong, you'd be all over him. Sexiest thing you've ever drag, seen. Drag, dragging along behind him. Sexiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um. The most interesting living athlete continues to be Dennis Rodman. His brain is so differently twisted. He has been an ass and also shown sweetness and gentleness. He's definitely a broken person. Also, being our former US ambassador to North Korea is nothing to be ignored. Imagine the parties he must have had with that little fella with the hair. So, uh, um, Great rebounder. Of course, that was his main thing, his rebounds. Mm. Respect to the worm. Yes. <laughs> He's got a worm. <laughs> there you go. I mean, his, his nickname caught on, the worm. Why doesn't the boat catch on? <laughs> just, I don't know. <sighs> anyway, uh, Matthew. Thank you very much, Matthew. You've given me a, a few options here. So um, he said, first off, we've got Jet from Gladiators. Right. Sportsman. Oh, she was some sort of... She did some yeah. gymnastics. Allowed. Allowed. Uh, Olivia Giroux. Yes, you'd have very to say. Very sexy, man. Very sexy. Uh, Stacy Keebler. Stacy Keebler, sports person, uh, sexy. Yeah, you yeah. would say sexy. We'll allow it. And Freddie Youngberg. Oh, Freddie, very sexy. Now, Freddie. sexy. He looks kind of see similar to how he did look. He's a bald man, isn't oh. he? He was on uh, Monday Night Football tonight, but he's a bit older. Still class him sexy. Very good. I'm surprised you haven't thrown in Thierry Henry there. I'd class mm. him as very sexy. Um, Emma has said uh, Johnny Wilkinson. Wilkinson, really? I. Okay, yeah, I think back in back uh, in the day, uh, I think he did because he was surrounded by all those big fellas. You probably didn't realise how in shape he was. Oh yeah, very in shape and played with rugby with a lot of uggers. So yeah, he looks probably, even better. Probably he? stood out. Who's the best looking rugby player? Probably him. Will Carling. You'd have to say because he showed the princess. So respect. Yeah, was, respect everyone had a guy there. Oh, sorry. Um, the Queen of Hearts. Ollie said, "Did you a Drogba in looks, and if talking." Literally, then George Best. Well, you read that so strange. Yeah, I, I got confused <laughs> by talking. And if talking literally, then George Best, Tiger Woods, Ryan Giggs. Right, what did he mean? What, sexy is sexy. If looks, I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah, best sexy, nah. I mean, he shagged yeah, a couple of Miss Wells, Woods didn't he? ain't sexy. Hmm? Woods ain't sexy. Certainly not now. No, Giggs but he did sexy. have a lot of sex. Giggs probably was sexy, I'd give. He's a bit hairy. Rodri's sexy. Not as sexy as Ryan, that's why Ryan had to shag his wife. Mm. Um, Drogba, thoughts? Sexy? I'm not... I mean, I love him, but I wouldn't say sexy. I wouldn't say Drogba's sexy. I wouldn't say he's an attractive man. Especially not now with his head looks too big. Without the hair. I'm just very surprised that he finds him sexy. I think that's a little flashback to Ollie's youth there. Um, masturbated over to you. Call Mark of Greatness. What was the rowing lad called? Matthew Pincers. I remember finding him quite dishy. All respect to Olympic legend Matthew Pinson. <laughs> We're looking at Matthew Pinson there. Uh, that's the fella 
looks like he enjoys a pint and a hunter's chicken in the pub and then home for cuddling and the notebook on DVD. Do you think he's sexy? I th- very much not. So <laughs> <laughs> I think always about Pinson. His it's face is so red. <laughs> the cheeks, isn't it? It's yeah. so red, those he's cheeks. Such, he's, he's, he's got such a posh face. A posh face, red cheeks, rugged. It's because you're out on the water all the time. Your cheeks yeah. will Also, redden. he's posh, so... <laughs> Just eating a grouse. Um, Abby said, um, I mean, the obvious answer is surely Travis Kelsey. Must be doing something right to date Taylor Swift. Okay. Am I classing him as sexy? Let me think. Possibly. I I like him, but I'm not sure I feel in the sex. He seems nice. I think he's quite good looking. I would say quite good looking. He's a decent looking man. He's obviously, again, in shape. He's a unit. You're just jealous because he's banging Swifty and you're not. (laughs) Um, So then she followed up with, not sure they class as sexy, but Jimmy Garoppolo and Kirk Cousins are quite nice to look at. Wow, she's all about the NFL players. Clearly, I have a thing for quarterbacks. Ah, trouble is with NFL players, a lot of the time I don't recognise them because they're wearing helmets. Yeah, it's but true. Quarterbacks you usually see more of in the public eye. I will grant you that. But some true. American footballers, I reckon they could walk past me and I wouldn't even know. But oh. I would think that big unit, but I wouldn't think that's Tony Daly, former <laughs> Wolves player. <laughs> Couldn't think of anyone else. Yeah, carry on. Uh, I, think, I think that might be all we, all we have. Who have you got in your locker? Ah, so... Oh, he's got a list. Um, well, I think uh, Matt's quite right. Olivier Giroud was, uh, was a tremendous answer. Um, I don't know, because I, I was like, well, I don't want to just say wrestlers. No, you can't. But, you know, some of the shape they're in. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I mean... Okay. Think of a sportsman. Um, well, I did. I was Olivier Giroud. <laughs> you didn't even think of him. You just thought of someone else's thought. Thought of someone else's thought. Um, I'm sure there will be more that come to me in a minute. But I did find some uh, some female uh, sports people. Um, so I found uh, Anna Kournikova, Yulia Levchenko, who is um, who. Despite what I've just said, I realise this now. Despite what I've just said about Dennis Rodman, is a Ukrainian high jump. Rangy, very rangy. Yeah, very, but uh, very pretty girl. Very pretty girl. What did you Google to find this out? Sexy sports people. Yeah, for for male and female. (laughs) Um, There's, uh, what's her name? Anna Maria Markovic, who who I believe Ubi uh, got very excited about finding. She's. some she play, plays for Grasshoppers. Sure. Um, uh, but uh, the one that I thought I... Uh, Lucy Robson, who's an English golfer. <laughs> okay. Really? I, I really went I went all out trying to find them. You like a woman who likes small balls, of course. <laughs> I find it comes in handy. Um, how she... What sort of shaft does she use? Uh, quite a flexible oh, shaft. flexible shaft. I don't know, do I? Um... Well, who who have you got on your... I will only give one answer. Oh, no. Oh, um, no, because I only want to give one answer. Is it Thierry Henry? It's not Thierry Henry. It's Tom Daly, but not now, when he was younger. <laughs> this week's quiz is about a man whose birthday it would have been today if he didn't die in suspicious circumstances. And that I think, is... I think I know where you've got your nickname from. <laughs> that is... Bruce Lee. I almost said Bruce Forsyth. Always thinking of him. Oh. Bruce Lee would have been... An age today, an age <laughs> older than he would have been yesterday. There's no age. There's no age because he died when he was what thirty-two, something. 
good. It was young, wasn't it? Young. It was Chinese uh, mafia. Yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> I don't think a mafia is it. But, but let's find out more about Bruce Lee in the form of a quiz. Bruce's okay. first starring role in a movie came when he was how old? There are options, but if you'd want to jump in. Ah, he was 24. Was he 10? Ah. Was he 18? Was he 22? 22. He was 10. Ah. He was even in a, some sort of thing when he was three months old. Ah. That wasn't a starring role. He was starring at as a 10-year-old. So that's pretty good. So he had a good career. did have 20 odd years. long, long, yeah. In 1958, Bruce won a dance contest in Hong Kong. But what style was it? Break dance. Was it cha-cha, tango, or Charleston? Mm. I should imagine... The flair for the dramatic, a tango. Ooh, it was not. Yeah. He was cha all over the place. Yeah, quick movements. Oh, lovely movement. Why did Bruce never go into a swimming pool again after the age of 14? Nearly drowned. Did his trunks fall off in front of his school friends? His sister held his head underwater. Or he saw two people having sex in a pool then swam past a condom. <laughs> I assume it's his sister. It was his sister. <laughs> not the sex. <laughs> <laughs> she did not. She, he pushed her into the pool. She held his head underwater until he promised not to again. I don't know how he promised because he was always drowning. Yeah, maybe gave, she said, promise not to do it again and I'll let you up. And he gave the thumbs up or something. He gave the thumbs up. Her Although, how well would he have heard that? You can't hear underwater. Not possible. In 1973, what did he have removed? Um, gallbladder. Three options. Appendix. Three options. His sister from his house. <laughs> his gallbladder or his sweat glands. Oh. Ooh. I'll go I'll stick with gallbladder. You shouldn't stick. Or was it sweat glands? It was. From where? I don't really know, but because he worked hard so hard and he kicks and stuff so much and he, he was too sweaty all the time and stuff. Mm. And he didn't like that it. Doesn't the way he doesn't seem healthy. Didn't like the way he looked on film because he was very sweaty. Mm. So he got rid of him. Don't need him. You probably do need him. At what age was he circumcised? What age was Bruce Lee circumcised? Picture his penis? Oh, 17. Okay. It's a late one. Was it 2, 12, or 22? Oh, 22. It was some sort of injury. Um, Can you tell me more about the injury? He got kicked in the balls. And that gave him a... Swollen penis. Swollen penis. No, uh, it was 22. Quite right. There was a reason for this. Hold on. Was it... Uh, did he... What's it called? Like, phimosis or something? Um, There's a... There's a tight foreskin. In uh, 62, Bruce Lee came back home to Hong Kong to visit family and friends. His father gave him a sudden request to become circumcised. Oh, wow. His his dad just said, get rid of that. (laughs) Come on, son. You're 22. You've had it it long enough. (laughs) Bruce Lee stated that he agreed to do so because he did not have a good reason to refuse. He also believed that by doing so, he'd seem more American. Because they want to see a penis in America. Let's have a look at it. What sort of filming is he planning on doing? Weird one for your dad to just say... Come on. Get, get, that, get that snipped. Talking of his father, what profession did his dad do? Oh, he was, um, famously, he was a, a musician. I'll give you the options. Opera singer, street sweeper, or policeman? I want to say policeman now. He was, was it an opera, opera singer? singer. Makes sense with the dancing. You had it there. It was on the tip yeah, of your tongue. St- musician. Bruce... Was deemed physically unfit for the U.S. Army because of his bad eyesight and what? Flat feet. Was it flat feet? Could only do push-ups on two fingers, <laughs> or undescended testicle? Flat feet. It was undescended oh, testicle. Oh, He's got some issues down there, hasn't he? Has he? One of his balls didn't drop, 
and his, his daddy dad, dad makes him cut off his penis. I guess that is a bit of an issue, but that's his dad's issue, if anything. And finally, Bruce was chosen over nominees such as Gandhi and the Pope to have a statue erected in 2005, but in which country? Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say which city. Mm. Um, hang on, who were the Gandhi and the Pope? The Pope. The wow, that is quite a range. Um, they must have thought, who can we put? Up? We've got a pair of some sort of statue here. Who should we go for? Albania. Is it Bosnia, India, or Lithuania? Mm, Bosnia. It's Bosnia. He's finished on a high because he hasn't done very well there. <laughs> it's about one. <laughs> Who, which country likes Albania? I mean, which Albania likes... Norman Wisdom. Wisdom. They wouldn't put up a, mm. a statue of a Isn't there um, a statue of Colombo in... Colombo? Budapest or something. I don't I think know. I think there is. Uh, I I might not be getting the city right, but there is something like that. He's got his dog with him. Oh, I'm willing to believe you. Did he have his wife there? Uh, yes, she she is of course missing. Ah, oh, <laughs> killed his wife. He didn't kill his wife. She just never appears in the show. Oh wait, killed her off. Possibly. We've learnt about Bruce Lee's testicles and penis. <laughs> and what more do you want from a podcast? I feel like we learnt a little too much about. Happy birthday to him. Got happy a me- birthday. You got a birthday, birthday message? That is it. Um, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Um, yeah. I hope your penis is okay. I bet. I imagine in heaven, your penis and balls are fine. Probably choose so your own. You can choose how it looks. I'd have a slightly bigger penis, slightly smaller balls. <laughs> but again, God, that's up to you. But I put in my request. Again, personal choice, isn't I put it? Put in my request, God, and I, I, I won't. I will be unhappy if you let me down there, God. I will be unhappy. Do some music or something? Oh, well, I, I was I was just going to ask one question. Obviously, each each time I, uh, kick. I have to name these these episodes. Is Bruce Lee's undescended testicle too far? I think it's a fitting tribute to the man. Okay, full respect to the family and his son. Testicles still with us. His son's not with oh, us. Oh, the Lees. Um, Dusty Lee, Rusty Lee, if related. <laughs> Rusty Lee and by marriage, Bobby Lee. <laughs> right, what are we doing? Let's do some music, yeah. Uh, album. Okay, what have you listened to? I have listened to an album you have listened to. Okay, prove it. I have listened to Cass is Dead, Famous Last Words. Is that this most recent album? I don't know. Okay, probably <laughs> is then. Carry on. Um, I think so. It's uh, it's quite long, isn't it? It is quite long, but it looks longer because a lot of the tracks are like little clips. Oh, right. Okay. Um, which seem to be from some sort of film. I don't know what's going on. It confuses me. There's also a lot of talk about drug dealing. Um, sometimes quite harsh language towards Oof. towards some women. Sensitive ears. You've got talks you? about um, um, having his hand up a lady. So far, he's like a puppeteer. <laughs> Um, but Good imagery there. Yeah, I will say he does tell a story, and I do enjoy. I f- I enjoy the fact that I can understand what he's saying. By that I mean I can hear his words. <laughs> um, and there's a song about uh, him getting intimate with a crazy woman who um, then won't leave him alone and goes and picks up his kids from school and stuff. It's oh. quite intense. Um, and it does have Pat Earrings on Pat it, Earrings. which I listened to a, a couple of times again. And, I'd, you know, it is uh, a truly tragic tale of uh, a man falling in love with a woman who escorts and then find her 
giving it. It's a very modern story because he she tells him she's giving it up. She's just going to do the cams now, just the cams. She's not not going to escort Fair. anymore. And he books her as a punter, and there she is. Oh, she's still doing it. Oh, That's God. the way he finds out. Come on, Pat. Absolutely devastating. <laughs> He's got a couple of um, ones that are quite sad. There's a sadness to them, which, you know, I, it seems weird to say I enjoyed, but, you know, it was good stuff. Um, and the last song has Neil Tennant from the Pet Shop Boys on, and he has a very distinctive voice. And I, I listened to the album... Um, probably Tuesday last week and then didn't get to the end of it and then have listened to various other things and I listened to the to it again on the way home today and I got to the end and I was like is that Neil is that the Pet Shop Boys has he done the song with the Pet Shop Boys and it is Neil Tennant from the Pet Shop Boys um, giving some emotional depth to a, a it's talking about loss and stuff it's quite I think I prefer it when he's doing that sort of stuff than the, the harshness at the start, but then when he's doing that one, also telling some stories. Seven out of ten. Fucking hell, that was a long review, wasn't it? It's like I gave a proper review. Reading the enemy, that was. Or Melody Maker, whichever one you prefer. Well, <laughs> Melody Maker doesn't exist anymore. Enemy doesn't, you foolish. It's an online thing now. Well, everything's online. Might as well put Paul online for me. I think you might be able to find that. Excuse me while I log on. Um, I only listened to Danny Brown's Caranta, the new album, which I gave it more time this one because I really wanted to think about it and it's a much more mellow, mellow vibe to his previous work. You did say. After careful consideration, it is my favourite album of his. Very accessible, contemplative and just really good because, of course, he did say he didn't think he'd hear it because he thought he'd be dead. Wow. He was going hard, was he? Oh, yeah, he thought, uh, I'm recording this, but I'll never hear the end of it, basically, because wow. I won't be here. So, 8.5 out of 10? 8.5 out of 10 is a very respectable score, I think. Very, very. So, what, have you listened to this week? Or well, we, we, we had t- two listener... We're starting with the listener. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Bad Motherfucker by Malibu Shark Attack. Thoughts? Um, interesting. Uh, didn't mind the chorus where they kept saying motherfucker. Bad motherfucker. <laughs> they did keep saying it. Didn't mind that bit. Um, I know it's not a big song where they don't even have the lyrics on Spotify. Well, that's quite often true. Also, though, yeah, that is true. There's that bit where there's like from Bad Motherfucker from Pulp Fiction. That I think the the story seems to be ah. that, didn't it? Because he talks about well, handing over his wallet that said Bad Motherfucker. No, he's talking very fast, fast rapping at one well, point. I think he goes say. super fast at one point. I, I really quite enjoyed that. Didn't know what the hell he was saying. Big but fan of fast rapping, aren't you? you should listen I? to more Twister. When you say, when sometimes you say, "Oh, they when they really fast," you know I like do it. sometimes. I really enjoy that. Yeah, be a big Twister fan. But then I've literally just said, "I like it when I can understand what's uh, being said." I don't know what a Twister is. <laughs> it's an ice lolly, I believe. A fat rapper. Um, I quite enjoyed it, to be honest. I didn't mind it. Yeah. I didn't mind it. Um, we also had "Help Me" by Alkaline Trio. I'm gonna go ahead, jump ahead, and say you didn't enjoy this. Um, I, again, I would say I class it as didn't mind. Okay. Um, what stood out for me, drumming. I thought the drumming was very good. Okay. So who's the drummer? Stuart Cable. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, of all the people. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Good drumming. Whoever the drummer is, well done. Of, of the trio, the drummer might be the best one. He might be my favourite. And at the end, towards the end of the song, I thought, this is a bit California dreamy. Then I started thinking about the California dreams, and that really made me smile. So that's always a good thing, smiling and California dreams. I mean, smiling is always a good thing. You you are quite right. Um, I would say 
like I do like um I do like Alkaline Trio. Are they American? Yep. Um California probably. Oh, uh, I want to say Chicago, but you've said it now. Um I, to. I quite, you know, it's it's very typical of their sound, I would say. Um it's not my favorite by by any means, but it was perfectly perfectly fine for me. Toe tapper? Was it a toe tapper for you? Mm, I don't you know. Don't uh, there know. was there is the the thing about how he says help me that sounds like hold me. Mm. Um that's in many that's, ways that is helping. That would be helpful. Um right, so that was the listeners. Well, then we had what did you give me? I'll go first because I've got me it. You gave me Don't Believe the Bullshit by Beans and Toast. Oh, I did. Exactly yeah. what I was expecting. It, but did you like the fact that he's talking about... Bear with me. All right. You know what you're getting with this guy. He's, get, he's getting his gruff voice out on the jangly guitar. We know that. I did tap my toe, I've written here, so that must be true. <laughs> it must be true. Um, good sentiment about the Gaza Strip religion situation and who sold them the weapons, etc. I enjoyed that. A question for you is, say mm. you're driving along, you've got your phone on shuffle. If this song comes on, will you listen to it? I'll let it go, yeah. You'll let it go. Yeah, let it go. Because for me, I'd have to skip. Because I mean, I'd have to be in a certain mood to listen to a song about the Gaza Strip. And I'm not often in that mood, I've got to be honest. What? <laughs> I'm never thinking, let's have a song about the Gaza Strip. And I mean, to be fair, in recent weeks, I've given you two songs about the Israel and Gaza. <laughs> give, next week, give me one from... The actual artist Gaza, Fog, Fog on the Time, for example, an absolute banger from Gaza, <laughs> a Gaza. And then you also gave me Suicide Hotline by the prettiest Prettyots. Prettyots. Um, it's basically, I think, it's about famous people who killed themselves, isn't it? I I can't remember. But the song, but the singer isn't going to. Yes, that's true. Yeah, it talks about Virginia Woolf and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Hemingway maybe. Yes, Hemingway's shotgun. So it's people kill themselves. She's not going to kill herself. Um, so I was pleased she's not going to kill herself. But I would say work on your music because I wasn't a fan of your song. Okay. So, but again, don't kill yourself because I've said that. If anything, you've 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 ruined that song. I'm now, making you? it clear. You are making it clear. Don't that's, kill yourself. That's, that's fair. Respect. Um, you gave me "Seasons Change" by Quasimoto. It was an interesting little thing, wasn't it? Um, interesting name as well. There was it, it keeps obviously it's for effect, but there's little skipping bits in it. Um, there's um, like some sort of radio advert thing. There's a thing at the end about um, how people uh, who can't connect with other people use drugs and alcohol to hide away or something. And you are talking about Ray Parlor right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. I quite I enjoyed the sample. I, I I listened to it again today, but I feel like last week I enjoyed it more, and I don't know why. <laughs> different vibes. Sometimes you're in a different mood. Yeah. You never know. Um, but it, it was it was it was fine. You also gave me "Alone with the TV" by the Mitchell Brothers, and that took me back to a certain time. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Um, Mitchell Brothers, of course, good friends with the Mike Skinner from the Streets. Indeed, and you can very much hear it, can't you? You can very much hear it. Um, He's he's on there as well, isn't he? Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, I mean, it was, yeah, it was a, 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 a sad, a sad story about coming coming back. She's already on the train. Oh, oh. God! And he's alone with the TV. Yeah. Sometimes that's okay. <laughs> Sometimes it's better. 
Come back, Mitchell Brothers. Also given. Do some more songs, you swines. What are you up to, anyway? Well, Working cafe and warehouse. I don't know. They could be doing anything. Could be multi millionaires. Producing, probably. Good. Probably producing Cass's Dead Um. This week, I've got a couple for you. I've got... Thumbling eye, but... The Philly Specials with... Fairy Tale of Philadelphia. Ooh, is that a rival to Fairy Tale of New York? It is very much based on Fairy Tale of New York. Um, and I've also got this one, which I, for some reason, popped into my head today as I was coming home. Ben Queller, Wasted and Ready. Ben Queller. Hmm. Seems like I remember that name for some reason. I have made you listen okay. to one before, but it was first hundred episodes. <laughs> okay, we got one from Matt. We you, you've, not, you've not got any. Then. Oh, yeah. What have I got for you? Um, Celibate by Danny Brown and Books of War by MC Razor. I did have another song, but I had to check the, the playlist and it was already on there. And Matthew, we thank you, Matthew, for the Rizzle Kicks, of course. Down with the trumpet. <laughs> On pitch, it's more than one, but what an absolute classic! Eh? I mean, it kind of is, isn't it? It's a banger. I think I even probably bought the album. Probably Whoa. disappointed. Probably disappointed in the album. Uh, we also have uh, one from uh, the aforementioned Joshua Wilson from Super was... Familiar with the Wilsons and loads of other podcasts <laughs> that he does, <laughs> which was um, Mighty KC by Four Squirrels, mm-hmm. and he told us a tragic tale about them. Um, we can probably tell that tale next week when we. Listen to the song. Yep, we certainly can. You don't have to. Um, uh, right. Did we decide on a question? Oh, I don't know. What Who, were we talking the about? The moustache thing. I think moustache thing. Who else yeah. we got? Well, we had, I think, computer games, but that, we've got no reason for that. Nah. All right. Who is your favourite mustachioed person? Mustachioed, you said. Yeah. Uh, be the com. Pop us an email. The emails are really flooding in lately, mainly from one company. Um, <laughs> mainly from be, DHL. <laughs> be there with us at gmail.com. I've just said that. Be there with us on Instagram. There with us on Twitter. X. Be there with Belson. Be there with Balls on. Balls on Belson. You get the idea. I've done some. I've done some for the TikTok with the Be there with Balls on. So Plenty of TikTok action. Be there with Balls on. You want to see some uh, very amateur football. Yes. Very amateur. And, uh, a lovely video of my moustache. <laughs> Who does want to see that? Eh? Who indeed. It's still time to uh, donate to Movember if you've got a few quid knocking around. That would be appreciated. For those of you who already have, thank you very much. Very kind of you. Or well, if you can donate to my uh, 100 press-ups a day. I'll, I'll bash out a 1,000 on the last day if you like it. Should be fine. <laughs> donate to your 100 press-ups a day. If they do press-ups for you, they can add... Oh, yeah. add, add. It all counts. It all counts. <laughs> um... Well, I might not be here next week. I may be going into I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of There. But we'll see how we go. I shouldn't have told that. Well, They'll probably scratch me See you next week now. Nobody's asked for the boat yet. <laughs> um, nothing else for the lovely oh, people? Oh, God, no. no. All right. Um, thank you uh, once again for listening. Always a pleasure to have you with us. Wow, I've gone back in time. Um, <laughs> anyway, look after yourselves. 
Take care. Have fun. See you next week. So, thank you all for coming. No, we can't do the Bruce Lee. <laughs> oh, you knew it was, though. So it must have been pretty accurate impression. Uh, thank you. We reckon. Uh, of all the ones. <laughs> okay. I, don't, I, I won't end so. with an impression. I mean, don't do the eyes. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Right. Join us next week. We'll be there with Bells on. You'll be there with Bells on. I'm off to look at Tom Daly in his pants. And I won't masturbate, but I will be rigid. Absolutely rigid. Absolutely rigid.